So how do you ride the half halt? What is the secret combination that makes it all work and that your horse magically knows exactly what you're talking about every time you do it? Oh, that is the $50 million question, folks. That's what we're going to dive into today to help you to, well, be a little bit more practical about your half halt. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And I really do believe that the conversation is ongoing. I think that the conversation starts on the ground, the moment you and your horse clap eyes on each other, the moment he knows you're there. And that means in the field, at the stable, wherever. If he knows you're there, the conversation has begun. And it's like this dance. And remember, I want you to think about a conversation as being always a two-way thing, okay? Meaning that you have to give your horse the space and the time to also respond. And well, you have to actually listen to the response, okay? I think sometimes we are very one-sided. It becomes like a monologue when we are riding and I don't want that to be for you. I want it really and truly to be something that you and your horse enjoy, that your horse feels heard. He feels that he's also a really important team member. And all that being said and done, I think the half halt is one of the ways that we can begin almost cultivating that when we are riding and when we're on the ground. I chatted all last month inside of Connection all about half halt on the lunge. Um, I think it's, first of all, it is a thing. And secondly, I think it's really important to learn how to actually incorporate that into your lunging. But we are talking specifically about the half halt in the saddle today. And the first thing I would love for you to do, okay, before you get into the saddle. Whoa, Tonto, just come back to me here now, okay? I want you to get a trusty exercise ball, okay? Really and true, that's what I want you to do. Get an exercise ball. If you don't have one yet, okay, yet, um, you can use a chair. But I do want you, before you get on the horse, okay, I want you to sit somewhere, exercise ball preferably, chair if not, hard chair, think dining chair, okay, not an armchair or a sofa or a couch. I, I want something with a little bit of a, a solid kind of a, a base underneath you. And I want you to sit on your hands, put your hands under your bum, okay, I want you to cup um, your two seat bones using the, your, the, the palms of your hands, okay? So, um, and I want you to begin noticing how, first of all, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to align your shoulders with your hips. So I want you to sit up through your body, open your chest, nice and wide. There you go. If you're thinking, what does that mean, Lorna? Well, imagine if we were to take the point of your left shoulder and the point of your right shoulder, and we wanted to take a measuring tape, and we're going to measure across your chest how wide you are from the point of one shoulder to the point of the other. I want you to make it nice and wide for me, okay? Really intrigued. I just want you to open up your chest there. And I want you to notice how when you open your chest, can you feel how you engage your core? marvelous okay I want you to engage your core and I want you to notice how when you are sitting upright okay and all I mean by upright here is that you've engaged your core you're carrying your body so as you're creating this space it's almost like you want to elongate without stretching up this has nothing to do with putting your shoulders by your ears by the way okay nothing that's different I don't suggest you do that on your horse. Um, but what I do want you to do is just elongate through your body, okay? So it's almost like, let's, let's be really practical here. 
It's like you want to create space between the bottom of your ribs and the top of your hips, okay? You're gonna create space there. You're doing so just making sure that your shoulders are nicely aligned above your hips. Okay, now, you're still sitting on your hands here, lovely. I want you to begin playing with how it feels when you move, okay? So just move around there a little bit, give a little wiggle, there you go. I want you to also begin to feel how it feels when you collapse. And all I mean by collapse is now you want to make the space between the bottom of your ribs and the top of your hips as short as it could possibly be. You're going to compress that whole kind of bottom area of your torso, okay? The, the bottom half of it. Okay, and can you feel how that affects your seat bones? Okay, I want you to feel how when you just engage one side of your core over the other, how that feels. Can you feel how the movements that you need to do in order to have an effect on your seat bones, they are so subtle. And can you maybe now begin to understand that when you're trying to ride the half hold, or not even the half hold, whatever you're trying to do in the saddle using your seat, that you might be putting a little bit too much effort in there. <laughs> Okay. And can you feel that those more subtle movements actually have a more clear effect on your seat bones as you're in the saddle? Okay, I want you to notice that. I want you to pay attention with that. Um, play with it. Do what you want. It's really, really important. Okay, we're going to jump on now. We're going to do a little time warp and off we go and you're on your horse. Okay, don't worry. You don't have to be on your horse. But I want you to now consider that your seat is just one element of your half halt, okay? In fact, I really believe that there are three key elements, um, physical aids that you're going to use. And your seat is the important one, but, okay, this is a big but, if you're at a point in your riding where your seat might not be doing exactly what you thought it was doing in the saddle for you. So if you'd done that little exercise we just spoke about there now and you're realizing, holy moly, <laughs> no wonder my horse isn't understanding a word I'm saying, okay? And it's all becoming a little bit more clear now. I want you to, to just realize that in that situation, your more obvious aids, okay, which would really simple layman terms, they're the ones that I could see if I was standing beside you in the arena, I could see you apply them they are going to become more important, okay? And then over time, as you begin to control your body more, your more subtle aids, the ones that I wouldn't be able to see unless I was really looking for them, that would be your seat would fall into that category, they become the bigger part of the half halt, okay? And that's the same with all, all your aids in your riding. And um, when you're just getting started, it looks a bit messy. Things look messy, and it's because it's the more obvious aids we're using. Over time, we refine it, we get to the more subtle aids. But I do want you to understand that Initially, when people want to ride their half halt, they want the seat part. They kind of dive, I'm going to plug my seat bones in. Well, that's wonderful. But if you're plugging them into the wrong socket, you're not getting anywhere. Okay, so it's really, really important to recognize that. Okay, that all being said, your legs and your hands are going to make up the kind of two other aids that are going to be used in conjunction with your seat in order to ride the half halt. So your legs are basically, I feel your legs are really important because... Your legs almost set the intention, they set the tone. And all we want to do with our legs is to say that we're still going forward, okay? Forwardness is the key to the kingdom, 
we're going forward. We're connecting in here and we're going forward. Okay, now obviously your legs do a lot of other things and they are, we're really talking basics here. You, you understand that, I know you do, okay? Um, but really and truly your legs, they do have a huge role to play in the half hold. When people forget about their leg aids, and, the, and most people do, when they're they're riding a half halt, and this is why the half halt you end up it kind of it gets all if you want like I don't know like jerky and jupidy and ugh, there's just no flow to it. It's not lovely and just synchronized through the ride. You don't get that. It's usually because the legs are not being used or they're not being used correctly or efficiently in the half halt, and it can sometimes be that remember there's always a balance your aids will always balance okay when you fail to bring your legs into the equation you then have to rely more on other aids your hands oh it's a biggie it's a biggie okay it's okay if you're doing that right now you just that's the way you've got to this point you're gonna you're gonna change it all up going forward so legs will come on from there, seat comes on, okay? And seat just means that there's a slight resistance. Now, slight is the key word in that sentence. Again, take yourself back to the ball or the hard chair. And I want you to spend time just noticing how slight that resistance has to actually be, okay? It doesn't have to be the big heavy movement. It doesn't have to be the competition to see if you can get the back of your, of your trousers or your britches or your jodhpurs or whatever you've got on to touch the back of the saddle. No, it doesn't, no 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 <laughs> you're not doing that I know you're not but I want you to just consider that your legs and then your seat your seat has slight resistance and then it is followed up by your hands and your hands are there to gather everything okay there is a really special relationship between your seat and your hands in that whatever your seat does your hands should follow suit Okay, so if your seat allows, your hands allow. If your seat resists, your hands resist. If your seat follows, your hand follows. Okay, there's a special, special relationship there. You can use the half hold to really begin to identify, first of all, that relationship, and secondly, get really clear on that relationship, okay, and begin to make it work for you and your horse in your riding. But I want you to just consider that there are all three elements, okay? legs your legs are basically to say okay we're coming on here here we are seat just a slight resistance and then hand to follow up with the seat which means there's a slight just resistance through it slight is really key word slight very small very small and there we go and how would you know if your horse responded or not well if you're focusing on the conversation and you're focusing on your horse and you're noticing what's going on you will see through your horse's response you will see what is happening you will see you and in fact you get to the point where you feel it and this is why i really believe that the half halt is the kind of key to to begin to develop feel in the saddle i think it's a really important it's kind of like the path to get there okay but um you will begin to feel it you'll feel your horse's attention because you can feel where your horse's attention goes and if you're saying no i can't i would say that you're just all caught up in your own head then and you need to just step out a little bit from your own head and begin to just really connect down into the horse okay connect with the horse you will begin to feel and i'm not saying this is a magic feel like magic magic no no it's a physical feeling there is a feel there 
okay? <laughs> but you'll begin to feel it from there. Okay, hopefully this has helped. I want to take you step-by-step step through the half halt and I've created a free training for you that you can get and um, where we can actually get into the saddle together and we're gonna ride straight through this half halt. You can find that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt. Okay, I'll see you there. Have a good one. Keep well. And I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye. Bye.